Oof, what's up everybody? How you like my new shirt? <laughs> I had to do it because why not? Another news video here for you guys because there's a lot going on today. One of these days I'll make a new intro for these videos and not use the same one that I've been using for like three years. <laughs> not gonna lie, my own channel cringes me a little bit because like all the thumbnails are the same and the videos are the same. I promise you guys I'll be switching things up very soon. But anyway, as for this video, we've got a whole crap load to cover. It's been a great day to be a conspiracy theorist. Let me tell you, great day to be an Anon because we got a lot of wins piling up. We had Senate hearings go on in the state of Arizona over the audit being conducted there in Maricopa County. And boom after boom came out of the testimony by the panel that was there. Crazy stuff. We got... We got a lot to cover in terms of the audits, but that's not all. We got a lot of stuff going on, too, from fake news coming out to studies coming out on chlorine dioxide and ivermectin just destroying a lot of those narratives about them. We've got more protests going on around the world. Australia this time, on top of what? Cuba and France and Greece that have already been, already been happening this week. So just lots to cover, lots of articles I have for you here. I will not waste any more time. Let's get to a word from a sponsor and then get into today's news. All right, guys, let's get to the business camera now and start getting through some of today's top stories. So starting off with the Senate hearings going on in Arizona, we actually have election fraud bombshells coming out in multiple states georgia pennsylvania we got a lot to cover in this one but we're going to start off with arizona the senate hearings that are going on there uh you were able to watch live this morning and in fact uh you were supposed to be able to watch live on the azlegislative.gov website but they got an http error 404 today not sure why this was either because of a a lot of people trying to log on and watch at the same time, or B, DDoS attacks, bringing down the website so people could not watch. And in fact, I believe it was the latter, and it may very well have been. But anyway, during this hearings, but anyway, during these hearings, we had three gentlemen on the panel. We had Doug Logan, the CEO of Cyber Ninjas. We also had Ben Cotton, the CEO of Cypher. Both of those companies are basically digital forensic experts who are conducting a lot of this audit. And in the middle here, we had Ken Bennett, who is basically the like PR guy, the liaison between this audit and the public. They were answering a lot of questions from the uh, Karen Fan here who leads the state Senate there in Arizona and another Republican legislator. They were asking them a lot of questions and we were getting a lot, a lot of information. I'm going to go through just a few bullet points here of what we were told. Ben Cotton said that right block software was used to prevent auditors from changing any of the original evidence. Quote, not a single bit of data was changed on any machine that was given to us. Get this. I think I talked about this in my video just yesterday. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors spent nearly $3 million for brand new voting equipment from, you guessed it, Dominion Voting Systems. And the reasoning for making this expenditure was that they had to replace voting equipment given to the auditors on the claim that the machines may have been tampered with. So clearly, that was bullshit, straight bullshit from the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. 
lying about what the auditors are doing. They don't need new machines. They probably want to throw away the old machines because there's evidence in there of crimes, right? Easy to see. We also had Ken Bennett say that thousands of duplicate ballots had missing serial numbers, all right? Making it almost impossible to match the original ballots with the duplicate ballots. And this was in response to a question from Karen Fan, Senate President. And then Mr. Bennett responded that there's no way to know if ballots sent to duplication were duplicated multiple times. Basically, there's no way for them to know if a ballot was scanned 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times, right? Mm-hmm. Over 40... Uh, here's another detail. Over 74,000 more mail-in ballots were received than counted. Here's another statistic. Over 74,000 more mail-in ballots were received and counted than mailed out. And one more here. These are just a few of many. Maricopa was supposed to use vote-secure paper that should not bleed through. But some of the ballots did show bleed-through, meaning that they did not use vote-secure paper, the county, like they should have. And these ballots should be tossed out. It would basically cancel the ballots if you're able to bleed through like that. So, woo-wee, lots coming out from just these hearings. And it was not the end-all, be-all. These were not the final results. They were just discussing some of the things they've gleaned so far. And like I said, the website went down. One of the live streams I was watching, this is a screenshot, actually, that I'm showing you here from one of the live streams on YouTube 35,000 people were watching, and this was a YouTube channel with less than 1,000 subscribers when I first logged on to it this morning. Meanwhile, so-called President Joe Biden earlier this week was in Pennsylvania giving a live stream address about voting to the world, right? It was being live streamed on his blue checkmark White House official YouTube channel, and he ha he couldn't even pull in a 1,000 viewers during this live stream to a 2 million subscriber White House YouTube channel. Meanwhile, this one YouTube channel with less than a 1,000 subscribers has 35,000 people watching the state Senate hearings about the audit in Arizona, and that's just one channel. There was like 100,000 people watching on a Rumble live stream. People were watching on One America News too, right? All the news networks and channels that were ballsy enough and courageous enough to carry this hearing, <laughs> and yet we're told Joe Biden was the most popular president ever and got 81 million votes. Can't even pull a thousand viewers live. The audit to expose Joe Biden as being a fake president said <laughs> 100, 500 times the amount of live viewers than Joe Biden did earlier this week. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. So a lot coming out about Arizona today, making it a very good day, like I said, to be a conspiracy theorist. Moving on to Georgia now. Not sure if you watched Tucker Carlson's show last night. He did an incredible segment completely exposing the fraud that's going on in Fulton County, Georgia. We had a report come out in recent days from Voter GA that organization who's been uh, really looking at a lot of the vote fraud there in Georgia really since the election, since last November. And Voter GA came out with a new report just yesterday. And some details, for example, from this report state that uh, 
thousands of ballots were counted twice. Tucker Carlson showed video of duplicate ballots that they found that clearly were duplicate ballots uh, that were found in Fulton County. So great segment. Go watch it. I suggest you do if you haven't. I shared a clip of it to my Telegram channel. If you happen to be following me on Telegram, if not, go do it. I'm on Getter Gab and Telegram. So a lot, a lot was coming out about Georgia. A lot of ballots counted twice. Pretty much irrefutable at this point. But meanwhile, a lot of folks trying to save face. Looky here, we got a tweet from the Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger. There in Georgia, remember this guy, it was his job to certify the election, which he did, the fraudulently counted election. And then remember, Georgia conducted a recount, but it was no audit. It was just a recount. So they were counting all the fake duplicate balance twice, right? The recount meant nothing. Yet, look at what he's saying now. After that report came out from Georgia yesterday, Tucker Carlson reported on it, President Trump even put out an official statement yesterday saying, oh my gosh, look at all this fraud happening in Georgia. Oh, wowzers, who would have thunk? (laughs) Now, look what we have from the Secretary of State, a so-called Republican. But as we know right now, being compromised, being corrupt, doesn't stick to a party. There's a lot of bad Democrats. There's a lot of bad Republicans out there. The Secretary of State of Georgia, Mr. Raffensperger is now tweeting, Fulton County's continued failures have gone on long enough with no accountability. Huh, you think? Rick Barron and Ralph Jones, Fulton's registration chief, must be fired and removed from Fulton's elections leadership immediately. Fulton's voters and the people of Georgia deserve better. They deserve better. He now says, eight months, nine months after our completely corrupt election that Wasn't he saying not too long ago that it wasn't corrupt at all and he went and certified that election too? Like, what's he doing here? Is he trying to save face or cover ass? Can he do both at the same time? I don't know, but he's trying. So we're going to see stuff like this start to happen all over the place now that so much evidence of fraud is starting to come out. And this is just the start, folks. We're only two, three states in. We've got, shoot, 50 more to go. Might as well just say all 50 need to be audited. They might be. So we're just at the beginning of all of this start to come out. We're already seeing people totally flip-flop to save their own ass. This is going to start happening all over the place. So don't forget. Don't forget the people who told you in November and December that there was no evidence of fraud, that the elections were safe and secure, that everything is fine. Let's go ahead and certify it, et cetera, et cetera, right? Don't forget. So onward from Georgia. Actually, one more thing on Georgia. Speaking of people trying to save face and cover ass, this was the top trend on Twitter just an hour or two ago. I got this screenshot myself. Twitter is trending this top story according to fact checkers and journalists. Holy shit, you can't make this up. But you can make it up because Twitter is literally making it up here. They're claiming there is no evidence of widespread voter fraud in Fulton County, Georgia, according to these so-called fact-checkers and journalists. Oh, (laughs) good Lord. And look, the journalists, they're citing here the Washington Post and the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Wow, I wonder what organization owns them. We know who owns the Washington Post. 
Amazon. How much money did Amazon buy it for? What, like $300, $600 million? That's CIA money, too. That was CIA money that Amazon got. And then they went and bought the Washington Post not long after that in 2013. So, ha, 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 yeah. Twitter, fake trending, as it always is. And then some fireworks going on in Pennsylvania as well. We know that Doug Mastriano, the state lawmaker there, who is really trying to spearhead this charge for an audit in Pennsylvania. He's getting attacked a lot by the fake news media. Uh, Pennsylvania County is refusing to work with him. They're refusing to participate in this 2020 election audit, which I don't know if they can legally do, right? A lot of these state constitutions say that it is required that the election results can be looked at by state lawmakers as long as it's agreed upon by the legislative body. So we'll see if that holds up. That might just be beating of war drums more than anything they can actually do about it. But we got Arizona, bombshells coming out there. Georgia, lots of stuff going on there. Pennsylvania, plenty going on there too. We might very well be getting another audit in Pennsylvania. Oklahoma, state lawmakers in Oklahoma are even saying that they want an audit. And that was a state that Trump won. That's not even a battleground state or a controversial state that needs to be flipped. But lawmakers, regardless, want to make sure elections are safe and secure in their state, even if Trump won it. So they're saying, all right. Let's audit the thing. Let's see what really happened here, right? Who knows? Like I mentioned, if we get actually 50 states conducting an audit, uh, I'm real curious to see what the true results for for uh, Trump were. We shall see in due time, folks, in due time. So, so much coming out about the audits that they need to come out with uh, the fake news distraction pieces. Of course, this is one of them. We got a so-called new book. It's always a book, right? It's always a freaking book. Oh, and lo and behold, we have Washington Post reporters writing this book. So-called Pulitzer Prize winning reporters as well, as if that freaking means anything these days. In fact, when I see a Pulitzer Prize being won, I'm like, oh, great. So all they do is look, uh, lick boots and carry water, right? So Washington Post reporters wrote a book claiming how General Milley and the other Joint Chiefs discussed a plan to resign one by one rather than carry out orders from Trump that they considered to be illegal, dangerous, or ill-advised. So, oh, look, and CNN obtained excerpts from this book, so here they are reporting on it. <laughs> Washington Post reporters write a book, and CNN gets copies of it and prints stories like this. Like, you can see how they manufacture these narratives, literally. They, they just purely fake it, and they fake it from reporters or politicians, whoever will take the pay cut to print the bullshit, that's how they find these stories. Meanwhile, Trump has to put out another statement basically saying, no, he, he, didn't, he didn't conduct a coup at all, and in fact, General Mark Milley would probably be the last person ever that he would conduct a coup with. You know, this is funny. I wouldn't doubt if this is just sort of optics kind of stuff. You know, I don't think General Milley is a bad dude. I think he's just having to do a lot of stuff for the optics right now to maintain the position he's in and conduct maybe some of the operations that him and the Joint Chiefs of Staff and whatever other military in and around him are trying to conduct. So 
This might be one of those manufactured fights between Trump and the person just to create that distance and make things look non-political or basically give the mainstream media less ammunition to weaponize uh, that they, of course, would want to. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what comes of that. Moving on, we've got probably more disinfo fake news being manufactured to put pressure on Trump and probably take people's attentions away from the audit results coming out as well. But look, an exclusive here from The Guardian. They're claiming that they reviewed uh, papers that they assessed to be leaked Kremlin documents that claim Putin personally authorized a secret spy agency operation to support a, quote, mentally unstable Donald Trump in the 2016 presidential election. Still, we're, they, they still cannot move past the 2016 election. Here we are trying to find out who actually meddled in the 2020 election, and yet we have the fake news media, we could say still meddling in the 2016 election. <laughs> this is, <laughs> can't make it up. So there's that. Meanwhile, if you go to this Guardian article and actually read it, they basically, uh, shall we say, hedge their bullshit as much as they can. Look at this. According to what are assessed to be leaked Kremlin documents, they don't show the documents. They just uh, assess that they are leaked Kremlin documents. Right here, in a decree appearing to be Putin's signature, um, shall we say, the more they can write the word appearing in an article, the less liability they have. They're trying to shield themselves from as much liability. Basically, uh, if they were to get called out for their fake news in terms of this, they could say, oh, we didn't know. It just appeared to be, right? They could play stupid. So this is how they shield themselves from liability is using words like appeared or from what we assessed and other word salad, psychobabble, mumble jumbo like that. So this is such shoddy reporting that I've even seen some blue check mark left-wing mainstream media shills on Twitter even say that this is too shoddy for them to even report on. Like, it's that bad. So pay no mind to this. More fake news nonsense. Moving on from this. Uh, another exclusive, this one from the Daily Mail, having to do with Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine and Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Clinton news coming out today. So the headline here says, Ghislaine Maxwell used Bill Clinton to, quote, escape from her, quote, sick partnership with Jeffrey Epstein. As it's revealed, the, the uh, former president, Bill Clinton, joined Ghislaine and Epstein on two previously undisclosed trips to India, China, Japan, and Taiwan. Well, uh, this these revelations came out in a podcast by a journalist by the name of Vicki Ward, so she put out a new podcast, made these claims, and I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. And as we know, Ghislaine Maxwell is basically, or was basically, Jeffrey Epstein's boss, like the handler lady behind Jeffrey Epstein. So, I mean, this isn't really bombshell news, but I wouldn't doubt if we got more and more of these drips started coming out as time goes on as we get nearer and nearer to Elaine's court case that begins this November. And 
at the same time, you have to be mindful of any distractions, any limited hangout distractions that they want to put out there in terms of Jeffrey Epstein or Ghislaine Maxwell to take our attention away from audits and election fraud being exposed. So I could see Ghislaine reports doing one of two things, either prepping us or distracting us. So we have to be careful as to who is telling us the thing and what are they telling us, you know? There could be subtle disinfo lines, disinfo narratives in any reports like this, but we'll see as time goes on. Another pretty interesting piece of news that came out today, this one from Sarah Carter. So she had Devin Nunes on her podcast, and he said some stuff about Durham and the Durham report. He basically said that he still expects Justice Department Special Counsel John Durham to release a damaging report on Obamagate and all of that treason. Devin Nunes also said he expects it will lead to prison sentences for some former senior Obama officials. Nunes is one of the few members of the Republican Party that still believes justice will be served by Durham. He said he hasn't given up faith in Durham's investigation, despite the enormous speculation that the Durham investigation will fail to deliver justice. I totally understand, folks. I know people out there are already saying, oh, we've been waiting so long. We've been waiting years. When's it coming? It's never going to come, et cetera, et cetera. I get that. But at the same time, as we've been told, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And if anybody is going to know some goods about the Durham report, it's going to be Devin Nunes. So if he still has faith, that still gives me a little bit of faith. One of the last posts that Q gave us before they went dark last December was Durham. I think it was the second to last post. So it could all be in strategic timing, right? I personally still think we're going to get some goods from Durham. I think it's just going to come at a time when nobody expects it. Not us, not the deep state, especially nobody. So we'll see. We'll see. But that was an interesting detail that Nunes, of all people, shared on Sarah Carter's podcast today. So we will see. Eyes on for that one. And then moving on to international stories. You know, my video yesterday, I was talking about how worldwide protests are spreading all over the place in Cuba. France and Greece are both protesting because they're trying to make COVID shots mandatory there. We've got protests that are turning violent in South Africa, unfortunately, but those protests are for a former president being jailed there. A lot of South Africans not happy. So we got, what, one continent, Africa, two continents, Europe, Cuba, North America, three continents. We got a fourth continent now, Australia. Protests happening in Melbourne, Australia, uh, over similar reasons as to why France and Greece are protesting. This is over, uh, this is over, Another lockdown, another five-day lockdown there in uh, Victoria, Australia, where Mer the state that Melbourne is in. So they're protesting. They demand that the uh, authorities in charge there get fired over their handling of COVID-19. So where where's it going to be next? Heck, maybe we could get some uh, protests here in America over the fake and fraudulent election. That'd be nice. Or lockdown protests. I'd be cool with that. But uh, it's only spreading. It's only spreading. The elites everywhere are starting to get nervous. That must be why they're trying to blast themselves off into orbit. <laughs> that might be one reason. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's talk about emojis. 
Yes, emojis. So there is a list of potential new emojis that's coming out in September. Another update to all the emojis that we use on our iPhones and et cetera, all these apps. So there's a new update coming out in a couple of months. And here's the latest draft list. So this these are the emojis that they may very well add to, to our apps. We got, oh, cool, a slide. That's neat. Oh, cool, a disco ball. All right, all right. What the hell is that right there? What the hell is that? Is that, are those dudes? That's a mustache. Are those dudes that are pregnant? I think they are. I mean, that could be a beer belly. I've been waiting for that beer belly emoji. Lord knows after quarantine, a lot of us need it, right? But the way that emoji is putting his arms lovingly on his belly, that looks more pregnant than not. What the hell? What in the blithering hell? I don't know. It's just this social justice shit's just getting way overboard as if it wasn't already. <laughs> oh, yee, yee. So anyway, moving on from that, uh, an exclusive from the Daily Caller today. Let's getting it. Let's get into COVID now for uh, pretty much the rest of this video. We got a few more articles we'll go through quick here. So. The Daily Caller received documents today. They received a letter, actually, from a uh, House Oversight Committee. This is our National House Oversight Committee in D.C. They sent a letter to the NIH today, and Director Fauci, being one of the individuals this letter went to, they're demanding answers about the grant that EcoHealth Alliance sent with taxpayer funds to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So... The House Oversight Committee is trying to get some answers from Fauci. And uh, they actually were able to uh, get the seven-member rule with this. So that is a rule that was passed in Congress in 1928. And uh, it says the seven lawmakers can be members of either party or a combination of both. They don't require the approval of the chair of the committee. So... Basically, they are bringing forth a rule that requires requires an executive agency to submit any information requested of it. So it looks like Fauci might not be able to squirm his weaselly little ass out of this one. It looks like he's going to be forced to turn over evidence and information about this grant for the Wuhan lab, Wuhan Institute of uh, Virology there, excuse me. So... Eyes, so many things coming out, man. That's why I'm saying it's a good day. Good day to be a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> a lot of stuff happening. So onward from this, let's talk about Johnson and Johnson, J and J. So you know, a few days ago, it was said that there's a new side effect for their vaccine, the Goulian Beret. They're claiming is a new side effect. Now Johnson and Johnson is taking another L, taking another loss. They're getting five sunscreen products recalled due to discovery of cancer-causing chemical within them. So I've got like a thousand things to say about this Johnson & Johnson, toxic sunscreens, a lot of it. But uh, first of all, Johnson & Johnson, I feel like they're getting thrown under the bus. I feel like that company is just, they're getting thrown under the bus about everything right now, especially their vaccines, to give preferential treatment, to prop up Pfizer and Moderna. We, we never hear anything wrong about Pfizer and Moderna. The fake media and big pharma, they're doing all they can 
to bring forth, to pump, to promote Pfizer and Moderna, but AstraZeneca and Johnson and Johnson, they just get thrown under the bus all the time. So I feel like that is a very purposeful scheme going on to give preferential treatment to the mRNA shots. And in terms of cancer-causing sunscreens, we I mean, there's been cancer-causing sunscreens on the market for decades. Let's be real. And Johnson & Johnson isn't the only company that makes them. There's plenty of them out there. That's exactly why I don't use sunscreen. I don't use it. I don't think we need it. Okay? Uh, in terms of these sunscreens, Johnson & Johnson's in particular... Let's just have a look at one of these sunscreens that got recalled. This is an example. It's a Neutrogena sunscreen. Just take a look at that list of ingredients. Like, literally, try to read half of those words. Methylisothiazolinone. I might have actually gotten that right. Try that word, though. Glycyserate. There's a PEG on there. That's a petroleum-based byproduct. Like, you expect there to not be toxic cancer-causing ingredients in these? <laughs> how many, at this point, how many ingredients, how many products, shall we say, how many products has Johnson & Johnson had recalled now because they were cancer-causing? And aren't they, aren't they a, a company that's supposed to uh, make, like, health-boosting products, health-promoting products? <laughs> All right, more garbage on our shelves. That's why I do not shop at big-box stores. I don't. I haven't been in a Walmart in years. I don't go to Safeway. I don't go to Albertsons. Just put your money, you know, put put your money where your mouth is, folks. So moving on from this, let's talk about uh, COVID misinformation and censorship by big tech. So this was a report that came out on COVID misinformation from the Surgeon General. So this is our own government, folks. And a page which within this report that you can find on hhs.gov right there recommends that big tech, quote, impose clear consequences for accounts that repeatedly violate platform policies. In other words, our government is literally recommending big tech censor. And here's the kicker. Today, Press Secretary Jen Psaki, here's a quote that was posted to Twitter during a press conference that Jen Psaki gave today. She said, quote, we are in regular touch with these social media platforms. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook in, in related to COVID-19, quote, misinformation as they so frame it as. Misinformation. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook. Saki literally said the government, the White House, is flagging posts for COVID. And then the Surgeon General today recommending big tech censor accounts. So you, you know that you know that whole section 230 thing that these companies try to hide behind. They try to claim themselves to be private companies. So that allows them to moderate content on their platforms. Well, when private companies work with state actors, which is the whole damn point of Trump's class action lawsuit when private companies, when these tech companies work with state actors that no longer allows them to shield themselves behind Section 230. They, they're, they're liable at this point. They can't hide their liability when they work with state actors, okay? Beautiful examples given to us on a silver platter today. Thank you, Jen Psaki. You're such a shithead that, you know, you're such an idiot. Sometimes it works out in our favors. Thank you, Jen Psaki. 
Let's let's circle back to this COVID misinformation here, maybe in a couple of months after this class action lawsuit progresses. Thank you, Surgeon General. Thank you for allowing Trump's class action lawsuit to uh, really have some legs. <laughs> Appreciate it. Helps me out a lot, too. Oh, good load. And onward from this. Apparently, door-to-door vaccines have officially started in North Carolina. It's it's happening, I guess. Local news there in uh, North Carolina are reporting, and they even have footage of door-to-door vaccine knockers being a thing now. <laughs> oh, man. Can't believe it. Next story. Newsmax. They're uh, saving face, actually. They're backtracking. So... A Newsmax journalist, this guy right here, he basically said vaccines go against nature on air the other day and some other vaccine skeptical comments, which I fully support. Good on you, Newsmax journalists, for having a little courage and some spine to report some truthful stuff. But Newsmax going and doing Newsmax things, that's why a lot of people call them like a Fox News light. They're like a light version of Fox News. They pander to the conservative audiences, but they still put out some propagandist bullshit time and again. So Newsmax issued a statement in favor of vaccines after host says they're against nature. That statement said that Newsmax has strongly encouraged Americans to get the vaccine. Oh, geez. And, you know, this happened. A similar thing happened with Newsmax a couple of months ago. Newsmax backtracked and issued an apology to Dominion Voting Systems and backtracked on a lot of claims of election fraud and whatnot. So Newsmax is just, they're kind of garbage sometimes, not gonna lie. They're like, they're a little better than Fox News, okay, but they're pretty still garbage. I would much rather get my reporting from One American News, The Epic Times, or The Gateway Pundit, places like that, at least if it's political takes, right? So, there you go. Newsmax doing Newsmax things. And I want to show you two studies. Now, I've got, I've got three articles left for you guys. Two of them are studies that just came out today. This study here, check it out. Chlorine dioxide. Yep. Chlorine dioxide. Any chance I get to promote the truth about that topic, I will. Because Lord knows I've been censored by big tech. Uh, and I think a state actor, that was Adam Schiff, actually told Facebook and Twitter to start censoring content. This is last year. Content having to do with chlorine dioxide. Then I started getting censored for it. So I might even have a state actor argument in any lawsuit against big tech that I join. Just saying. Just saying, Trump. Put me on that class action with you guys. Just saying. But anyway, we all know big tech. They censor chlorine dioxide like no other. And then fake news lies to us about it. They call it a toxic drinking bleach. Big Pharma, the FDA, lie about it as well. Uh, And it's just a sad state of things when we can't even get the truth about medical treatments from our medical authorities. But we have a study coming out today, a retrospective observational study of chlorine dioxide's effectiveness to COVID-19-like symptoms, prophylaxis in relatives living with COVID-19 patients. Basically... Uh, Let's go down to the conclusion here. They demonstrated a 90% effectiveness of preventing the outbreak of COVID-like symptoms in their particular study. So yet more actual science coming out about this, showing that 
there's so many treatments. There's so many potential treatments out there that have could have never let this pandemic become a pandemic. We could have started, stopped it on day one with treatments like chlorine dioxide. So anyway, uh, if you want to find a place to purchase water purification drops like chlorine dioxide, I would suggest a website called onenesslabs.com. Uh, I will link it down below there, and you can use the code JORDAN15 to get 15% off any order placed for your chlorine dioxide water purification drops on Oneness Labs. And we also got another study. This one was about ivermectin. This came out today. Ivermectin for prevention and treatment of COVID-19 infection, a systematic review, meta-analysis, and trial sequential analysis to inform clinical guidelines. Wow. Wowzers. And this was published in the American Journal of Therapeutics too. So it's an actual published study. In fact, I will link both of these studies down below, or you can find them again on any of my social media accounts. I've been posting them both today. Big stuff. Actual science. Try try to lie to us about it. Fake news, big pharma, FDA. We know you will. We know you will. So there is a lot on uh, COVID and the scamdemic that we covered today. Very last article I want to get through here. This one uh, going a little viral just because of the clickbait nature of it. And this is from the fake news, of course. A study predicts record flooding in the 2030s, and it's partly because of the moon, and it's also because of climate change. Yes, they're, they're saying that, oh, the moon is about to wobble and make tides higher, which is a natural occurrence. That's not a that's not a clickbait thing. It actually happens. But the clickbait part of this is that NASA says, oh, great, NASA. NASA says that these tides are going to get worse because of man-made climate change. So all it is is that they're, ta they're taking a natural occurrence, and then they're just inserting their propagandist bullshit narrative into that so they can write a story about it and get the narrative out there. Yet another example of things that the earth and the sun and our solar system naturally do that the elite propagandists try to blame you for and make you feel bad about and then try to make you like give some carbon taxes or you know give up certain inal inalienable rights that you have or something like that because of natural things they're just trying to blame you for it and make you feel bad about it so more climate change bullshit it's only going to keep going as the summer progresses, and I've been saying this for a couple of months, right? After the after the virtue signalers can't use masks or, or vaccines anymore, they're going to move on to climate change this summer, and then after that, they might move on to, like, alien disclosure, UFO disclosure. That's going to be their next social justice movement that they're going to try to uh, turn our attention towards, misdirect us from to in an effort to distract us away from the audits and the election fraud coming out. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the rest of this year brings. But uh, if it's anything like today, if today is just a taste of what the next six months are going to bring, I think it's going to be fun. So anyway, guys, thank you for hanging out here with me watching this video. Much appreciated. Today is Thursday. Uh, tomorrow is Friday. I will be live tomorrow at 4 p.m., on Friday. So hope you can tune into that. I'll be live on DLive and Twitch and Foxhole. Later today on Thursday, I'll be conducting an exclusive uh, Zoom call for anybody subscribed to my Subscribestar or jordansather.tv. I know it's a little late 
I'll be doing it in like an hour here, but I'll be doing another one next week. So if you want to come hang out with me on some live calls, Q&As, Zoom chats, me, and there's usually like 30, 40 other people that come, it's it's a good time. Uh, go support me on Subscribestar or sign up to my jordansather.tv and you'll get access to those exclusive Zoom chats. So links to everything I've been talking about in today's video will be down there below. Ways to support me, my social media accounts, few of these news articles too and i will see you in tomorrow's live stream hopefully you can join me so take care everybody that's all for this one